Blog Talk Radio. Goodness. Hello. This is like fangirl moment. <laughs> ah! Wow. Uh, so where do, where, where do we start? Um, today you were honored with the Legends Award. At what point did you all realize we're legends? Well, I think when, when we were first played on the radio, and uh, my mom used to be over the music department in the Churches of God in Christ. Mm-hmm. And when uh, we were received so well at the uh, conventions and the musicals, I, that's when I feel, now they may feel differently, that we had arrived as legends. Nice. They may feel different. Do, does, does anyone feel differently? I think that um, when my... When my I, I think that um, the legacy of our mother, um, that we have been able to sustain and carry on as long as we have um, in this industry, um, still singing gospel, still um, there are groups that started out with us that are no longer singing together today. Yeah. So I think that the fact that when she when she was laid to rest, that we were able to carry on the um, the legacy of which, we, which she gave us. Um, and we're honored today for that. And we thank God for a mother that would steer us this way and that would leave us such a great legacy. I, that's my feeling. And I think that um, it's these kinds of platforms, um, like tonight, it allows us to see that you know God has really kind of taken us up a little bit. Yeah. And so, um, and, and that's why it's so important to have radio and television because they keep us in the eyes of the people. Yeah. And that's one of the things that um, I can say that that's the reason why we call us legends. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, speaking of your mom, I, I'm old enough to actually, I can say that, to remember um, some of the workshops and things that she used to teach. Do you feel like that type of teaching is still taking place in the gospel music industry or, or we're kind of lacking some things with this newer generation? Your um, face is saying it all, <laughs> Madam Jackie. <laughs> I, I believe that, uh, of course, we we are always grateful for the foundation that was set um, from my mom, what she instilled in us, and I, I believe that there is a certain lack um, uh, when you see uh, some of the artists. I mean, they're phenomenally talented, but as far as really representing God and maintaining that integrity, that that spiritual integrity, and living what you sing about, and not having a bad name or scandals, and I believe that that's why God has blessed us because of the foundation that we set. I think that I think that when we look at technology today that technology has come so far. And it wasn't during the time of our parents, you know, when our, our mother was living and was teaching. So a lot of things, the nuggets that we got, this generation will never get. And so if they don't pull from the strengths of us for the things that we, in, in, in trying to be saved and trying to live a life in front of people that is not, you know, um, that's scandalous, that's, that, that doesn't speak that of ministry. Because with us, ministry is first. And then singing comes second. But but the first thing that we all are reverence to, give reverence to, is to God and to the ministry of God. And I think that a lot of times the, the young people today, just they just don't have the pioneers that we had um, going forth into this new generation that we're in now. 
Well, now you are pioneers in your own family because you've got daughters, yes. cousins, uh, with Jay is uh, cousins right. that are are forging ahead and continuing the legacy. So, what are some of those nuggets that you pass on to them? Well, I think it's really important, um, and this is not just with our family, but with um, the industry and those that are coming behind us, to make sure that they have foundation, which is a church. They have to have a covering. They have to have a shepherd. (laughs) It's vital, vitally important. You cannot um, go into this gospel music without having the gospel, you know, because the gospel, it breathes on um, that anointing. And so the more you sit up under a leader and and glean from them and get um, more teachings of the Word of God, it allows you to be more effective in gospel music. And, you know, to add to that, we, of course, we're not just uh, huddling it to ourselves, but we're passing it along um, because some of the artists, they come to us and we appreciate them and we try to pass along. And even my sister has a conference then, and she has those moments where we critique them and we yeah. say, well, you need to fix this and, you know, to pass it along and embrace them as well. Yeah. And I think, I think another thing about, you know, uh, just doing ministry as far as we are concerned is you see a lot of people, phenomenal singers, like Karen said earlier, who are phenomenal, but they have no anointing. They can sing the house down, but when they step off that stage, what kind of life are they living? Oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, collectively, as the Clark sisters, we could go all night and talk about it. Individually, you are all legends as well. And so we are honored to be able to honor you today. Any last words for our listeners? just want to thank Radio One and all of the people that bought our records and yeah. just loved us. Anyhow, some of them fought for us on media, social media, uh, and we appreciate y'all. Right. <laughs> so right. we just want to thank you. And we want to thank uh, Kathy Hughes, who yeah. really, really opened up her arms and embraced yeah. us yeah. Um, yeah. in our ministry. I know we kind of little, the golden girls, as they call it, <laughs> golden, golden in age. But um, she still always reaches back and pulls us on the cruises and all of the yes, all of the wonderful things that she did to make us what we are. We couldn't be what we are without her. Well, we appreciate you. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much. It's the Clark sisters.
Nikola Tesla, Vortex Math. Everything adds to 9, 3, and 6. Polarize everything. In Vortex Math, everything adds to 9, 3, and 6. Polarize everything. And 1, 2, 4, 8, 7, and 5. Describe the physical world. Therefore, 3, 6, and 9 are not physical, but govern the physical world at the quantum level. This is most easily understood by examining sound, where different sounds exist at different frequencies, or vibrations, and the understanding that all things living are vibrational, 8-dimensional. Vibrational frequency is the key to understanding the universe. If you are more than a third dimensional thinker, wanting to involve yourself on the lower levels through world conflicts, fear television, tell live vision, and all the other fear propaganda designed to have you scared and ready to take up arms and sit in a panic state waiting thinking of nothing but the worst possible outcomes. Everything is energy. Everything we could see, hear, touch, taste, and smell is made up of different wavelengths, vibrating at different frequencies. Our brain is like a translator that has the ability to interpret these frequencies into what we perceive to be our physical reality. So we interpret an energy cluster as a chair, or a tree, or another person. We perceive them as physical or solid, but break them down to their most smallest particles, and they are all just energy. There are non-physical energies as well, of course. Our thoughts, for example, are different vibrations. Every time we think a thought, you send out that thought-specific vibration. If a thought makes you feel good, if it's a positive thought, it's vibrating at a higher frequency. If a thought makes you feel bad, if it's a negative thought, it's vibrating at a lower frequency. So I hate you has a much lower frequency than I love you, for example. The more focus you give on a thought, the more thoughts of the same vibration will join it. This is the law of attraction in action. Like attracts like. As the vibration grows, it becomes stronger, more stable, more able to attract other equal frequencies. Thank you.
The more attention you pay to a subject, the easier it becomes to think about, and the more evidence you see in your world supporting your thoughts about it. If you think the world is a terrible place, and spend a lot of time watching negative news, looking for horrible and sad stories in the paper, and spending hours talking to others about how the world is going downhill. More stories supporting this worldview will literally find you. Whenever you meet someone who thinks the world is a wonderful place, they're probably going to annoy you. The energy of their thoughts is completely foreign to you. Eight-dimensional. Born July 10, 1856. Died January 7, 1943.